Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. All right, well, we're back. Here we are. That's how we like to start. Um, today's guest. Oh, my God. Uh, this is, we didn't actually agree to this. Okay. We were contractually <laughs> obligated to do this. Uh, it's our buddy, sure. Christy Shallow. Yay! Yay! How, did you, guys, how did you get in the building? I'm so happy to be here. I really Christy I and I really have this am. weird relationship where we're nice to each other, and then oh, we'll yeah. suddenly say, Something really horrible. To I can't picture you saying something really mean. Oh, I can be sad. It's oh, a common misconception. I'm not a nice person. Really? I'm friendly, but behind closed doors. So that's the same as me. Yes. I'm friendly, but then the second I close the door, I'm like, or not the second I close the door, but but behind closed doors. Yes. I'm like, I'm like, fucking, I'm brutal. Should I be worried you saying anything about me? No, no. So it's it's pretty obvious. It's not <laughs> no, like no. fake. Right. It's like if I'm friendly with someone, then I'm not brutal to them behind closed doors. I mean, like. To other people, I'm maybe not friendly with. Well, Chris yes. and I became, just about life in general. I'm brute. I'll be harsh. Same, same. Yeah. When we same. talked about divas and pop culture, that's how I realized Christy's true talent mm. was commenting <laughs> on pop culture. I love it so much. I, it, <laughs> we really, we really. Who are you into? The Kardashians or like who do you follow? Mostly pop stars from Singers. like. The early 2000s. And late 90s. Late Ooh. 90s. But like also, I'm into pop now still. But like the pop stars that were at the forefront during like our formative years. Like Danity Kane? Yeah. Oh, I love Danity Kane. Danny K? Danity Kane. But you know who Danny K is, right? No. no. The 1950s star of White Christmas, well, Danny Kane. Well, it's good Kay. to see you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I know why Christmas. A <laughs> yeah. How are we supposed to know that, that who that is? Everybody knows Danny Kaye is. He was like a huge star in the fifties and forties. Well, he was more of an actor. And oh, there we go. There we go. The truth he was comes White, out. You've never seen White Christmas before? I've seen it. Does he sing? Oh. Days. That's Bing Crosby, but oh. he, he, you know, they sing that together. Dan and Kane goes, "Do you or um? Do, do, do you got, got some a first date kit? <laughs> Wait, candy. Emma, do you words? <laughs> did you say no, hot? They, no, I, what no, you no I get confused if I know the I know the gist of it. It's like, you do you have so a first date kit handy? I was trying to do the Scoops. damage one. And then it goes, D -d 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 damage. You have such a look of fear My in your eyes. Damage. You look so terrified. <laughs> That's what it Emma's is. Emma's sweating. I've heard this. I've heard the word. And then um, I also love the one where it was like, this is me. <laughs> oh, that one's good. And Showstopper. I, we what? in the car. We riding slow. We're doing things, things that the, the girls don't do. The boys stare. <laughs> we smile back. This is <laughs> embarrassing but, to hear out loud. But that was my least favorite one of their <laughs> songs. It is. It is wildly you know embarrassing. How I love did making the band. Of course, he made Danity. Yes, he did. Show. So that is the how Danity Kane was mm -hmm. formed. So he's got bad taste. <gasps> he okay. it, um, it actually the group actually was <laughs> the group actually was really really good. They just totally fell apart. Did dig it, Danity? Isn't that with Audrey O'Day? Yes. So you it's know. like having a recovered memory. Yeah. I just think it's so funny that we mentioned pop stars and that was your go-to, Emma. I oh, fucking love top five entertainers of all time is Zac Efron's on the list. <laughs> she skipped over the Beatles. She skipped over Muhammad mm -hmm. Ali, Michael yeah. Jordan, Madonna. I mean, now that you named these other like names, Zac I think Efron. I made a mistake. <laughs> now that you... I'm not like, Zac Efron is <laughs> great and it seems like a great hang <laughs> and super hot and a no okay act. I mean, he's not, he's you know... He's not murdering. Why do but you love him so much? It was just who came to, it was who came it's, to I think mind. It's, I think that's like your persona. Like 
If in another, like my spirit animal in the world of pop music, oh, I, would I, love. I am Mariah Carey. Yes. Right, I guess you know mine's I mean? Zac Efron. And you would be Zac Efron. Oh, that would, I would love to be Zac Efron. Oh, I love that. I'd I would love, love to be Mariah. Musical? Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I, Fun. did you ever see High School Musical, Mateo? No. As Fun. gay as I am. Although That's I did shock. do a sitcom with Ashley Tisdale. Oh, you did? I was a, I was a guest role on this um, ill-fated sitcom named Clipped, starring Ashley Tisdale and Lauren Lapkus. That's how I became <laughs> friends with, with Lauren. Wow. But I, my role was, um, I was just like this guy. I sang opera. It was written by Match. Max Muchnick, who when wrote Will and Grace. And I slept over at his house. Him and his husband had like, this huge mansion Ellen used to live in. And they were like, come oh stay God. at our house. And it was they were totally normal. No me too. It was like they brought me out. And we I met Molly Shannon. What? When was Holy this? This was like shit. four years ago. After Montreal. Wow. They saw me in Montreal and were like, we want to meet come you. Come over and be in our TV show. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, my God. That's a dream. That is. That's a but dream. But I met her. And she was... Um, Wait, who's her? Ashley, Ashley Tisdale. Tisdale. Yeah, tell me. She showed up. She was, I'm sick. So she showed oh. up late to set every day <laughs> and then like sort of half memorized her lines and it was, it was kind of embarrassing. That's wow. kind of what I would think. Mm. I don't know anything about her. Can't even picture what she looks like. Blonde. But Blonde and has like a dog and like I think like famously had a nose job. Wasn't that yes, like her thing? Yes, she's it. Which is good for her for admitting it because yeah. she had fillers and Botox and yep. I'm getting my hair surgery. That's mm-hmm. exciting. Yeah. I it don't really know when is. it's going to happen, but I want it well, to I happen. Well, I for sure do stuff you do? to my face. I can't move my you forehead anymore. Like, you made like. Really? We, yeah. You made it sound like we're, we smoke cigarettes in high school and we're like, what about you? And you're like, I do stuff. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I do things all the time. <laughs> What kind of stuff do you do? Uh, um, you know, uh, needles. <laughs> I've been snorting so much lately. Wait, whatever I, you guys are doing, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm up to. Needles. It's my favorite. There is nothing better than Christy Cello posting on her Instagram. Her playing various musical theater roles. I don't know. Oh no, Emma! Did you do musical theater (laughs) growing up? No, girl. Did I do musical theater growing up? Were you cast in anything? Or was it more? Oh, everything! I got the lead in everything, and it didn't matter how wrong for the role. Wow! (laughs) And I always. (laughs) Where did you Where did you grow up? Rhode Island. Okay, I knew that. So you grew up in Rhode Island. That's probably a pretty competitive town. We, we want to know the roles you've done. Yeah, please. Are you sure? Yeah. Now, keep in mind, Christy is as white as the driven snow. White as oh, no. the day is long. <laughs> That's what I am. And I played <laughs> Puerto Rican Anita. What? In West Which they just put her hair up in a bun and gave her a scarf. Wow. But honestly, I was. <laughs> were you gunning for it? Like, were you competitive? Yeah, I thought. I, yeah, it's. I, I mean, so we you... just had nobody. It's funny because the girl. The Who's girl... we? You mean you? Who's way? <laughs> like our theater company. Oh, got it, got it. I thought you meant yourself. <laughs> we just had no. We just wanted no to try one. our best. <laughs> it's I funny because the girl that played Maria, though, went on to do it on Broadway. Wow. Really? Yes, and she's actually incredible. But, um. <laughs> yes. I love West Side Story. But I would just play. I played Dorothy in Rhode Island Youth nice. Theater's entirely Caucasian production of The Wiz. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, See, it would no. fit well if you played Dorothy in the white version of The Wiz. I know, Emma was really on board. You know, I could tell in your face, yeah. you're like, wow, congrats. So you, right, at how, 16, you were the like, Wiz. Come I eased on, on down the road. Down the road. Yeah, everyone was just white. Why did they, they didn't do have that? a single person of color. <laughs> 
Um, you know, of all the musicals we could have done. Yeah, like <laughs> I know. Who chose the Wiz? But at the time we were like, yeah, this is cool. Like I thought nothing of it. I was like, I'm gonna be a star because of this. <laughs> Now, when you were starting that stuff, so you always wanted to do show business? Were your parents surprised by that? Not at all. Oh. I grew up, but I wanted to be on Broadway. <laughs> yeah, I want. I grew up doing a ton from my, when I was little, little, little. And it's funny because then I moved to New York City. I didn't go to college. I moved here right after high school. And then I studied just like straight acting. Hmm. Because I wanted to. I, I truly, you guys, I thought I had mastered musical theater. And I was like, there's nothing more for me to learn. <laughs> I just got to go that. That was truly my mentality. You At what, like 18? <laughs> yeah, 19. Oh, my God. That's so scary, though. I know. To move from Rhode Island thinking you mastered musical theater so to dumb. New York. But how did you become so self-aware? Like, yeah. were you always... Because you're a comedian, so comedians are naturally self-aware of how ridiculous they look and right. things. So, like, at what age did you were you able to... Were you, you obviously you're playing Anita. You thought you were really taking it seriously. But what age oh, did I have you video turn footage. that? You know, where you were like, "How ridiculous am I?" and dove into comedy. I think I realized it was ridiculous when I moved to New York and told people, and they were like, "That's ridiculous." Uh, fair. Leave it to New York. I think. I, yeah, and they were like, "Wait, you played what?" And then I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's pretty bad." Right. Uh, I was in the Wiz. <laughs> As a what? <laughs> I know. So, yeah, but then it's funny because I don't, I do love musical theater still, but something about, there was a certain point where I was just like, I think I, I just did so much of it growing up and I didn't want to do it anymore. Did you audition when you got here? Like, did you know anybody? Also, have no. I do, shown you my musical theater impression? Wait, mm -hmm. I feel like, yes, mate. Wait, can you do it though? When I. Go to the store. <laughs> Every single music, for some yes, reason, and yes. you and I were talking about this the other day. Every single singer now in Broadway has to sound with their voice oh, up yes. here. And here. everything is like this. Yes. Because that's the way you. No yes. one sings like that. Why I are know. they singing? Through our nose. It's also manufactured. They all sound the exact same. And why you wouldn't want, like, how do you not want people to have different sounds? My least favorite is the sound, like, when women flip registers too much. So, um, Kristen Hennewith. Oh, we're oh just, God. I'm plucking. I'm like this. And yes. then I go back to this. I'm like, yes. we have got to pick a register. <laughs> We, we, Mateo and I talk about this a lot. It's really all we talk about. Kristen Hennewith is no good. And oh, I, I, I don't. I'm not a fan. Oh, did she wrong you? Nothing. No, literally, no, never. I don't know her personally. Mm -hmm. Like Beauty and the Beast. Um, Just, uh, what's her name? Who? No, 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 Emma Watson and the, the good singer. Um, I can't think of her name. Beauty and the Beast. Yes, she sang. She was. Christy Carlson Romano? No, she's an opera singer. She went to Juilliard. I have no idea. Oh, I have no idea no where you're going with this. Oh, gosh. She's not in Dan and Kane. I don't got a clue. No. <laughs> She's not Zach Efron. Every single gay listening to this is killing me right now. I'm literally going Did to. Did you audition for musical theater stuff? In New York? Yeah. No. So in you New York, just got here like. I went, came here. I went to AMDA, the American Musical and Dramatic Academy. Oh. But I dropped out. <laughs> 
So I went there for like a year, dropped out, went to UCB, dropped out. When you out. dropped out of AMDA, were you like, was it because oh, like. Audra McDonald. Oh, oh, I actually have heard that name. Oh, I love well, her. Well, it's too late for the joke now, but that's what I was thinking. I actually know that name. Back she to must Christy. Be, she must be famous then if I know, if I've heard yeah, her name before. Yeah, she's a really good singer. she's very she, she, she has that kind of voice. Ooh. But it's always like Emma Watson who cannot sing, just oh, no. isn't a singer. And they auto-tuned her so so much, it sounded like like Siri or Alexa was singing. Ooh. And <laughs> it, the juxtaposition between the voices, because she would literally be like, Little town, it's a quiet village. And then you have like... <laughs> <laughs> like we have we have not I'm like, do looked, you sing it all not at all did you just hear her earlier oh, yeah i don't yeah. sing at all do, do you <laughs> I forgot sing something christy sing something for us oh my god did you ever write your own song i didn't even prepare <laughs> we have a song ready to go ready oh yeah oh, you serious. want to do it yeah ready we haven't done it in a minute we'll see how much we remember okay okay are you ready for the show of the night? Battle of the Divas, the ultimate fight. It's one fierce diva versus another fierce diva. We'll defend them to the death. It's a gay rose battle with a high school debate club. Conceptually, the show is flawless. We must pay our respects to these women who raised us and sacrificed the music. It finally saved us. Britney. Christina. Madonna. Cher. Britney. Whitney. Mariah. Gaga. J-Lo. Janet. It's a sacrificing music and it finally saved us. Finally saved us. Battle of the Divas. Show of the night. Battle of the Divas. It's the ultimate fight. Battle of the Divas again a lot. It's a battle of the divas. They have a show oh, called Battle of the Divas. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. I'm really sorry, but I just think it's so funny because the only lyric I heard really perfectly was when you said, a gay delight. <laughs> a gay delight. Yeah. We have a show called Battle of the Divas, and yes, that is our theme song. The rumors are true. We have. Do you a guys theme sing song. it like before people come out? Or well, we it... had to. We right. had to because our audience just hated us. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Didn't they come to see the show? You know what, Emma? You'd think. You'd think they yeah. were there to have fun. You'd think that they weren't behaving like they were chained to the chairs, brought there against their will. But I would think Battle of the Divas, like it implies, like you're going to be debating about two divas. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we we were hosting our show for Why like a year. Here's the Why thing: they is like you. we were like a hundred and ten percent energy. So before we got on the stage, we're like, are, "Are you ready?" We were right. just like so ready, and we get on stage, we're like, "What's up, Brooklyn?" And they were like, "We are not here for this." It was seven thirty. They're like, like no one was there. And for once it. somehow we got to our heads that like we I were can like violent. So well. We, Right? What happened? We were like, oh, we should destroy things on stage for some reason. Oh, when we get excited, we should destroy stuff. We had this plan that we thought was going to be the funniest thing that any audience had ever seen. Oh, welcome to my fucking career. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is going to be big. Well, it started, Christy was like, when we get really excited, we should get those fake beer bottles and smash them over the other person's head. Okay, that actually does sound like a bad idea. Well, it gets gets worse. (laughs) It gets way worse. 
because we got we were like oh, how much are those bottles like $60 a bottle we're, we're not gonna spend we $120 on two bottles on one joke and so Chrissy's like I have an idea and I was like what balloons we'll get a bunch of balloons and then we get excited we'll pop them all we're like Good idea. So there's like a balloon place right by Union Hall. Yeah, we decided we got like two dozen. Nice. Uh, like literally. Big balloons. Big balloons. Brought them up, like tried hiding them so we oh, could pull them out. Yeah, and we hid we hid butter knives around the stage. <laughs> Which was also dangerous. And how come no one said anything? When they how sh- many knives? Like over five? <laughs> I'm picturing a lot. Just two, okay. Was the audience into it when you were popping the balloons, or were they just in silence while they're like, "You guys got problems." (laughs) I took out the butter knife, and it was so dangerous because I just, I just started stabbing the egg. Oh God! Where was Mateo? I think he was on the ground, (laughs) crying. And we just thought it would be really funny, and we committed so hard, and just nobody liked it. No, no one laughed. We didn't, we didn't tell the other comics. We didn't tell the other comedians that we were doing it, so they were like, <laughs> we just had never been so wrong. And when I say silent, I mean the audience was That's rough. And you just kept popping? No, we didn't stop till they no, were popped. No, we, we popped them all on Christmas. Well, you committed. at the top of her lungs, but the balloons wouldn't pop because they were butter knives. <laughs> so we were just struggling to get these balloons. <laughs> I think that's balloons. why we were on the floor because I think at one point we, just, we tried to use our, our sheer body weight. <laughs> You're like, you, so we jumped on the floor with our bodies. Like you guys will get it once the balloons pop. <laughs> yeah, we were like, they pop, you guys no, will laugh. Yeah, they're yeah. all pop. Wait for it. <laughs> Wait for it. Oh man, that really tickled my funny bone. We're gonna so take a just... break and then hear more when we come back. <laughs> Why, why wouldn't they like you guys? <laughs> no, they liked us once we started singing. Yeah, we had to start singing because we came in so strong and it was a little, they were just a little taken aback by Who us. was it? Was it mostly gay men in the crowd or who was it? Party! <laughs> <laughs> we would ask stuff like that. <laughs> I could see why because it's probably like hipster Brooklyn, so they were kind of cool. Yeah, they were Okay, really I can cool. picture this picture a little bit. They were like a, not like cool. Like a park slope. Right, cool, quote unquote. Even oh, and Kristen and I are so not cool. It's so funny, though, because that's... <laughs> so it's like you guys were like parents at like a kid's thing. Like, you guys ready to jam? And yes. it's like, mom and dad have a cool trick. Oh, we're going to pop this balloon. And they're like, no, mom, don't pop it. I'm going to just one second, pop it. Hold it. Mateo, hold this. No, mom, don't, don't, don't. Just gonna... <laughs> yeah, I can picture. I can see this. I can see this. Because I don't know why people wouldn't... Right, but once we started with our theme song, mm. that was really the way. Even the energy, it comes on. And Mateo always said it reminded him of, like, the Pokemon <laughs> theme song. And it really, I think that gave us, it just physically, like, pumped them up more. Right. And then we were like, okay, they like us now. Good. So that Good. was something that really helped. 
Good. our show. But it's, it's a, it is a very fun show. Yeah, you know, uh, coming up with a unique idea for a show is tough. Yeah. It's a lot of trial and error involved in oh, this business. Totally. It is. Oof. It's so true. And we, yeah, Mateo and I came up with it so organically based on the fact that we, here we go. Oh, this is good. Also, we say, are you ready for the show of the night? Not the not week. Not the week. Not the not month. Not even the right day. Here. Not even the day. Century. The night. <laughs> Isn't this professional? It's really good. Oh, this is the part I messed up. Who wrote it? Henry Kapersky. Nice. Not us. (laughs) (laughs) It's really good. Really good. I should quit comedy and sing full time. You should. Don't you think? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm in this derailed so quickly. That was really good. I had never heard that before. Did Your you guys reaction go in, made me feel Did you really guys go good. into like a recording studio? No, that was oh. actually recorded. That's really just Where for did us. we record it? At that little track, we went to Henry's apartment. It's good. He's incredible. And um, yeah, and I think that, that was that's just for us so we could like practice it. <laughs> so he did it like... On his phone. <laughs> and then we, yeah, now we do our theme song. So it's really fun. We have an up, well, I don't know when this is coming out, but our next. Three weeks Our now. show, we could switch it around. So April oh, yeah. 9th is our show we're having at Littlefield in Brooklyn. Littlefield it's is a fun our, venue. We're filming yes. a sizzle. Fun. We've partnered with a production company and they're filming a sizzle so we could sell it as a TV show. So if anyone is here listening to New York and you want to come to the sizzle. It's going to be so fun. And Emma, I want to know who you're going to vote for. The battle is between Cardi B versus Nicki Minaj. Cardi B. Really? Hands you didn't down. Even think about that. Yeah, because but I I like I've liked Nicki Minaj for like a long time, but Cardi B is just too funny and too real. And Nicki Minaj, if you're gonna hate that much, don't show it if you don't have a winning strategy. <laughs> I don't think she I don't think she had a Fuck. winning strategy when she went against Those Cardi are B. Fighting words. Holy shit. You know shit. what I mean? Wow. And I and I am always prone. Like I like Foxy Brown more than Lil Kim. Like I'm always prone to going Same. more towards like the original person. But Nicki Minaj, it just seems like she's like grasping at straws and hating See, the amount of plastic surgery going up with the amount of hate going up. But then not not she's not having it's not like she had something to back it up quite content wise to come at her that much. That's really interesting. It's funny how you, disagree? you went. But like you went very personal in the reason why, like you think Cardi's funny and you like her better and i like her but oh but i but so, like total to rapping like body of work but who's a better rapper who's a better then writer? then i would so Nicki minaj back in the day yeah but recently i wouldn't put any of her stuff against cardi b's like recently yeah but it doesn't make a difference that Nicki does write her own music cardi doesn't i didn't know that that's the that's I, am i, I wrong cardi that, doesn't write her music yeah she I doesn't mean, write her own stuff oh i don't think so really but the thing is, though, I didn't know like, that. That that's well. A good then if Nicki point, Minaj though, that Nicki hasn't had like a banger, I thought in she a has while. Anaconda, but not for that, that was like, like five years ago. <laughs> if 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 it was like seven, 
If Cardi B doesn't write her own stuff, that changes it. Well, if that, she doesn't write her own stuff, so that changes that it. The people that come and do our show, and we have Marsha Belsky representing Cardi B and Rob Hayes, who's going to represent Nikki. You should see. They, they know so much. They go right. so hard. And we divide the show into these different rounds. And I do like, it sometime, and I research the person. They'll know yeah. so much. Well, you'll be on the TV show. Cool. It, and, you know, it's funny because we really, we try to look at everything. We try to look right. at, like, their talent. We look at, like, also, it's just Singing, kind of Singing, acting, of the dancing, divas. costumes. Right. That's like, around. Who's a bigger diva? Like, there could be different Nicki Minaj reasons. is a bigger diva because Cardi B is cooler. But who's a better diva? I'm going to say Cardi B. I think Nicki Minaj is a little bit of a bigger hater, but it's but it's easier for her. She's more of a hater because she's not on top necessarily the way Cardi B is. Cardi B might be more. I would more agree. Of, I would agree that Cardi B is a big diva. Yeah. But I think well, they're both but a divas, better, but it's like the battle. A like, little bit of a kinder uh, yeah. diva. Yes. Nicki Minaj, because Nicki Minaj just also seems like real bitter now, but maybe she has reason to be. I'd be maybe bitter I too. I believe that Nicki is a better rapper than Cardi mm. and has better, uh, more talent than Cardi. It might be like the Britney Christina thing. Like, Christina has always been a better singer, but Britney just for some reason was more likable. That's right. exact. That is why like is that? I don't know. Britney just came off really, really like. I think it's because she had that quality of. Boys wanted to be with her. Girls wanted to be her. She's not threatening. She's not kinda, threatening at yeah. all. And she plays the game. And there, before 2007, there was very little controversy. Before like, the right. lobotomy. And, <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I mean, you kind of wanted to protect her almost. Britney Spears is like this like country girl. Yeah, she had that look too. These big eyes. And, right. You know, she was, it really is wild though looking back. And I, I have a one woman show and I talk about Britney a bit in it. And it is wild to think. The show's called It's Christy Bit. <laughs> I don't know Britney a bit. It's an amazing show. She might show. be in there. Thank you. Um, I want to see it. I want to see more one-person shows because I want to do would, one. Yeah, I would love that. Um, and it's funny, though, because I really looked back at how Britney played a role in my life. And hmm. then really getting into it to think of how how sexualized she was when she was 14, 15. And the thing that's unfair is I remember she'd be at press conferences and she's 17 and people would say, have you lost your virginity yet? Right. What an inappropriate question to ask ask a 17-year-old girl. Right, Literally, you think about that and even everything from the Catholic school girl, like every magazine cover she had. She was only 14, 15? I that, that, no, that's too young. Sixteen she was during 16. Oops, I, or Britney baby hit me again. Baby, oh, I, I, baby I, hit me again. What the fuck is it called? Hit me one right, more time. Hit me one more time. She was sixteen. So I yeah, that was. But, but I mean, she grew up doing obviously Mickey Mouse Club. Young. Sixteen that's is young for young. that song. I guess it's incredibly young. Yeah, that's like. And it was so, but it like awoke. Like, yeah, that was this first like superstar. And she, like, she started the trend in the late '90s for that all the pop music. Right. So it was, and I know Baxter Boys and Instinct were kind of doing it before her because she started opening for them. But yes. really, Britney set the tone because then there came Christina. Then there came. Oh well, then we got to like Jessica Mandy Simpson, Moore. Mandy Moore. Right. Yes. Mandy. All of that. I'm missing you. I love that song. Me too. I love it. Baby, come to me. And look at her now on this. I know. Seriously, she made the biggest mistake ever by saying she didn't. She regrets that song. I'm like, that song is the best thing you've ever done. She said she regrets it. Mm -hmm. How could she? That's. I don't like that. Don't regret it. Maybe it's because like she she didn't say like she hated gays or something in the song. (laughs) She was just saying. Take it back. 
It might just be like, she's probably so fucking sick of it. Well, she's actually a good singer. Yeah. She's actually more talented than I think oh, that that uh, in music In a walk to remember. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Only hope. Oh, yeah. That movie is, I don't know if I hate that movie more or yeah. Notebook. You're my only hope. Would you do a musical? Such a pretty song. You should, do you sing in your one-person show? A little bit. Yeah, you do. I do. I do. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Thank you so much. I like, yeah. I mean, I love doing stand-up, but That's I've known for a long time. So I was, um... <laughs> you love doing stand up. Here's the thing. Yeah. Emma. What's the thing? How much time do you have? Well, because I, I, well, I, I, I love stand up, but I go back and forth all the time. Because sometimes, some like Friday, I loved it. Saturday, I was like, I don't know about it. Well, your I career love is it, like but... one that I am like working towards. Mm. But just that. The, the fact that you are an amazing comic, but I feel. And you're on a singing show and you mm, don't sing. I had a really good year. Like last year, so I've still got a little buffer room for that, but I haven't gotten anything for a little bit. I feel you. My life is auditioning, and the amount oh, of times that I've auditions are not going for well. things. All right, that I've we're gonna rehearse an audition with Chrissy right now. It's not going well. I'll tell you that right now. Really? No. See, same. I mean, I've same. I went to Los Angeles for pilot season, went out for so many things that could change my life, didn't book a single thing. Go. That's good that you're out there, and the first time that you're out there and going on a lot of auditions is good. All right. Is it um, though? It is. Next up, first is time. Christy, is it cello? It's cello like the instrument. Cello like the instrument. Very good. Okay. Today Hi. you are reading for Sandra. Okay. Uh, and whenever you'd like to go. Great. I'm gonna stop you right there. <laughs> Thank you. What, th- that's so, it. Wait, no, uh, we just have some notes. Um, if you don't mind the notes. Sh- sh- of course. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Everything you did. Yeah. Don't. Uh, okay, okay. All right, we're going to start this again. Okay, great. Okay, now remember, you have the first line. Okay, yes. I have the second line. Okay, great. Excuse me, sir. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. Sure. No, this is a part of the script. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing we're really good at is improv. Oh, we're the worst improvisers. I'm not good at improv either. Give us a... Okay, yeah. ready? Okay. I, I've never even gone to... I went to one... I've been to two improv shows in my entire can, life. Can I Can I speak freely on Please. this podcast? I don't respect it. I One of the ones I went to was really <laughs> funny, though. I don't respect and improv. And it was good. I've seen two. One was funny, one was not. It's like... But you know I was confused I, the whole time in both of them. You know what I always say? <laughs> I'm so confused. It's like, zip, zap, stop, you're 30 years old. <laughs> Ooh, you're 30 years old. Words. What are you doing throwing around invisible Wait, right. balls Emma, at each give other? Emma, give us a, you're uh, a, grown a place man. and give us a relationship. Ready? Okay. okay. Have neither of you taken an improv class? Yes. Never. Okay. 201, I took, and I dropped out. I took 101, and I dropped out because they were doing stuff, and I was like, you know, I tried to get sober, so I didn't do things like this in the middle of the day when they, <laughs> like, pretend, like, weird stuff. Yes. Okay, you guys are on. Um, Wait, hold on. You quit improv because you were getting sober? I went to one improv class and they yeah. had an exercise where we were supposed to like throw an imaginary ball around. And I was like, this is like why I don't do drugs. So I don't do things like this in the middle of the day. <laughs> you know? Yes, I love that. Okay. okay. You okay. guys are playing kickball okay. in Connecticut. Whoa. <laughs> Here, Mateo. Catch. My name is Joan. <laughs> Joan, how could you not be there for me? I thought you were open for the ball that I kicked. Sally, we haven't started playing yet. Cut to. We're playing a game. Oh, okay. Uh, 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 Go! 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 
pretty good. See, as you can see, we just constantly know each other. We don't say any information. No one knows. Well, you know what, though? That could be a show at UCB right now, as is. I went and saw ASCAT, and that was that was. Good. Oh, I got to that do ASCAT once. Yeah, I did stand-up on it. It was fun. I know. The people that do improv so well, you're like, are you even human? They're like right. very skilled people. I don't do. backtrack. I love to. You said what you said. I love to make fun of it, though. I do. Sorry, I'll own it. I'll own it to the day I die. I don't respect improv. And Christy was also. Bye. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Mic drop. Christy was on Comedy Central's The Roast comic, oh, too. It was yeah. the best roast battle ever. I'll never forget when I, after I did it that night. And it was a big deal for me. Because sure. I, I, I went to Montreal to shoot that show before I did New Faces. You did The Roast Battle before you did New Faces. I did. New Faces is the big comedy competition. It is. Or comedy festival. Yes. Yeah. And Mateo, I remember you were there, and I, I recorded the show, and then went to this after party. I'll never forget. He, he like came up to me, and he was, "Oh, I'm so proud of you!" <laughs> and it really made me, it was great. I battled Jimmy Carr. Oh wow! Me? Which, why did they? At wow! The point, I was doing open mics, and it's so funny because wow, he's like, like a fam- very very famous comedian in the UK, and he's, he's huge, and, and he's known for his lightning fast. <laughs> Retorts and his crowd work and his riffs and he's known for his ability to like. But you stole the show. Down. You literally stole the show. Is it online? Why did they put you against him? You know what? They have a clip of it online, but I think the clip is like on YouTube and it's like amazing comic destroys a loser. (laughs) You write that caption on it. And then they had you against um, Mike Lawrence, who's also like a very seasoned. You know, I actually surprisingly never went up against Mike Lawrence. Oh, you didn't? Okay. I went up against Sam Morrell. That's who it was. I guess I didn't talk about Christie's career, but it's like trying to punch fog. There's nothing there. (laughs) There are ISIS sleeper cells with higher profiles. (laughs) I looked it up on the internet and Google said, me either. Now, where do they have your jokes against him? I don't know what cut this is. Okay, Jimmy. Oh, here's one. Jimmy is so desperate. Oh, no. Accepted by America that he rebelled against paying his taxes. What? Oh, God. Oh no. Christy. What? Oh God. Oh, that was. And I yelled, I got it out because I stuttered through the whole joke. This was on television. But there are jokes that I had that were better than that. I I didn't mean to play. I didn't know what the jokes were. Oh my God. No, of course not. I don't care. The genius. had joke writers too, I'm sure. Right. But the, the genius part about this is that Christy did that where it was like, okay, you might have great jokes, blah, 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 whatever. You know, she came with good jokes, but she was like, I'm going to come and steal the show. You know right. what? Fuck this. You f- fuck it. And then she, you used your energy and personality. Yeah. I truly think to steal the show. Mm. That's so nice of you to say that. I really tried like certain jokes I couldn't get out. And at one point I, t- I backed up and I just, I said, I was like, Christy, you can do this. Like I would just, yeah, she said it out loud. She's like, out okay. Loud. Like I had to pet myself. I stuttered through a joke. I, I got nervous, but I was like, you know, 
I also, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Well, you're going I against someone it. that's got a whole team, like a crew of writers and people that have been doing, you know yes. what I mean? You're not going against, it's not like an equal. It was wild. Like, I think if I had to do it now, I would, but I almost feel like I'd be more nervous now knowing more about the industry than mm. I did then. Like, I didn't have an agent or a manager. I had no one. I just went there. <laughs> that's I wrote why my jokes. <laughs> I why just would they put showed you up against up. Jimmy Carr? That's why, because I bet anyone with anybody, like, protecting them would be like, no, my no, client's not going not against them. But right. here's the reality is I had nothing to lose and everything to gain. Right. And I got a lot of opportunities from it. Right. Like, I'm not going to beat Jimmy Carr. I don't give a fuck. I'm on television. Right. <laughs> I made it. And it's like I, I was doing open mics. Yeah, I think that's fucking awesome. Jimmy, you'd rather do like the creek at six o'clock on a Tuesday <laughs> than Comedy Central? Is that what you're implying? I think that's all. I think. Right. That's totally. You, you've got just do it. Yeah. You know, and, yeah, and it's you know, especially with like this culture, like Go obviously, on. like <laughs> you know, we have to be this. I don't want this to be like an excuse to make poor decisions and say things you're gonna regret. Ugh. But the thing with like anything like this, like even even if it went terribly, as long as I didn't, you know, what? Like, even if it went terribly, people forget about it totally in a minute, right? You know, it, even if it's the most talked about. Oh my god, right. this poor comic got destroyed. People will share the video for three days, maybe a week, and then it's on to the next. This girl I know, uh, Mariah. I didn't realize this was her, but she had, she wrote something about the Jonas brother that recently got married, mm-hmm. and she had she said something Nick. Uh, yes. So she said that his, she referred to his wife kind of as like robbing the cradle or she used some like term like she tricked him or something like that. Yeah. And it went viral in, where's his wife from? India. India. It went viral in India and she was getting like hate, hate, like she had to like, like lay low on social media for a while. And I remember our mutual friend was telling me, because I was like, how's Mariah? And she's like, and then, and then that blew over within a week. And it was like. She was like getting like t- I was I would see blog posts about her saying it like PeopleMagazine.com picking pick something up at it. Some people went after Mariah Carey. <laughs> yeah, right. It was like and we never liked honey. <laughs> people were ripped it shit. Is wild. And then now that was a couple months ago and it's totally calmed down. Yeah, I mean, I literally I think a lot about like even like the nude photo scandal when all those nude photos got leaked. My of, Instagram. This is very. <laughs> Wait, which new? We're going to be right back and then we'll hear about these nude photos. Christy has nude photos. Great, hey. Chrissy, are you still here? <laughs> Every time I text Mateo, he goes, who is this? Old phone, who Every is time, this? Every time, old phone, who is this? Same phone. Who's who this? is this? Um, anytime I ask him a question, hey, do you think we could? No. Every single well. thing. Um, but the new, yeah. Real, also, I'd like to say, I'd rather my nudes get leaked than anything that's in my joke notebook right now. Really? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I'd rather joke notebook get leaked. I mean, I, I don't um, know. I, Oh, Both yeah, well, mine my, can get leaked. I don't care. My joke notebook yeah. is just gibberish. It'll be like, what's up with carrots? So, like, it's just like not, <laughs> it's nothing. You know, well, don't actually, that's not true. True, bit, you're right. What's the deal with carrots? It's going to be big. They don't care. <laughs> and they're not it. Well, no, I mean, the, bringing up the new photos. Oh, you photos, finished the joke. 
is not like a good example because that, like I said, we're like no, that, that's over, bad, like, like it's an invasion of privacy. It's terrible. Right. People that do that are terrible, and that is a terrible thing. So I can't really speak to that. But I, but I, I say it just to say that. I mean, I don't know if, if for them it blows over, but just the way things are nowadays, I, it I does think blow if over. You don't have this attitude of like it can't be so catastrophic because right. the internet is. It, it, it will become a thing that just terrifies you. Right. You'll never do anything. You'll never do anything. Because it could come back to bite our, our asses anything we do. And I mean, I'll, a yeah. joke that I did in an open mic three years ago, someone could have filmed. It could be whatever. And, and, and in the wrong context. Right. Who knows? Right. That's something that we have to deal with all the time. And I think about it like, holy shit. Like, mm-hmm. to try to be... Just recently, for the first time, I had told someone at a show to stop filming me. And it was the first yes. time I had I done it. I tell them all the time. Yeah, I've done that. And it's so interesting how a lot of times the audience makes it seem like you are being mean. Yeah. Because I was at a club two weekends ago. It was a Saturday. And someone's phone was out. And they were in the back. And I could see it. And I just, like, stopped. And I was like, yeah. are you recording? And they were like, uh. And I was like, stop. I was like, I need you to delete what you just did. And then they were like, and I was like, no, really, like, delete it. Like, you got to delete it because, like, I need to work on this. I need to do this material for something. And then it was like, okay, we're going to go back into it. But the audience was dead. And then I stopped again. I was like, I know that seemed harsh, but, like, I have to. I can't have her them I say that me. all the time. I just break the wall. Totally. And, and say, like, this week when I was in Chicago, uh, I all four shows were interrupted at least once by a white woman. Mm. Literally. And, and my show in Vancouver, drunk white woman. Oh my, my show God. in Montreal, drunk white woman. Um, when I was in, uh, oh, when I was in Rochester, New York, drunk white women. Every single show, mm. it's, I'm literally only heckled by drunk white women. And so the audience does freeze up. I was doing a bit and I started talking to this guy in the front row because I was transitioning into my, and I'm working on my hour and I'm trying to piece it together. Yeah. So I have a whole chunk on relationships. And so I saw him with his husband. So I, I don't do a lot of crowd work when I'm on the road. But for this situation, I was like, oh, how long have you two been together for? Before he even could answer the question, this woman just yells, yells. She goes, do your Lindsay Lohan bit. And I looked at her and I go, excuse me? She goes, your Lindsay Lohan bit. I want to hear it. And I said, okay, I'm not a fucking jukebox. Right. And when I said fucking, the audience went, like, you could feel the clothes. And I said, I'm not a jukebox. I know, but I love it. And I said, then watch my Netflix special. Like, what are you talking about? Like, And then then I realized the room got really stiff. Right. And so I just said, I'm like, look, let me just explain something to you. (laughs) And I have a whole bit on white women drinking and how how they ruin everything. Like, I open with that. (laughs) And then if so, when a white woman does it, I could say... There right, she is. there she is. As previously <laughs> discussed. So, oh, that's but, smart. But I will break it down to the audience, similar to what I did at the cellar when that woman yelled at me. A right. white woman yelled at me at the cellar. Similar to what I did at the cellar when I just, I will say, guys, let me explain something to you. I'm happy to be here, but I'm exhausted. I've been traveling. I have not been home in months. I'm tired. This is all I wait for. I wait to come here and do this hour. It is exhausting. And I'm trying my best to do the best show that I possibly can for you. So when I'm interrupted, I have zero patience. Because if I let this woman continue, you, I point at her, I said, if I continue to let you yell at me, then, then the show's ruined for everybody else. I know I'm coming off like the bad guy, and I don't care. I said, this is the reality situation is, is it pisses me the fuck off. So stop ruining the show for everybody. Wow. The difference that the, the, the thing I think is confusing is because when a heckler 
isn't being mean. Right, exactly. An audience well, often I, I, I make sure not oh, to they're say, contributing. Right. They're being They'll side nice. with them or they can it's see themselves in that. It's still a heckle. Right. When I it's still disruptive. Right. right. And in this situation, like I didn't say you're a cunt, you're this, you're that. But when I said <laughs> I'm not a jukebox, stop. And she continued. Right. Then you've given me the free way to say, all right, you have not. There's her ride right there. Um, <laughs> I, it's, that gives me the free way to say, you know, fine. Yeah. If we're going to, pl- I'll fight fire with fire. You're going to be rude and disrupt the show when I've made it very clear to you that I don't want I'm to. I'm impressed that you like both I of you too. I like, find it and play just kind of right know how to handle it. As someone who's not been in that situation many times, it it put me into a panic. It really? So what did you do when they you, you saw them all of a sudden? Were they trying to be subtle or did they just? They were a little bit trying to be subtle. And I said, "Excuse me, are you even? Excuse me, even though it's, I'm on stage, I was like, excuse me, are you filming?" And they were like, no. But I was like, I think you are. <laughs> I was like, can you not do that? Chris is so much nicer. Um, but, but you know, and then he, and then the guy was like, oh, yeah, 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 okay. And I was like, no, but for real though, like if you did film, can you delete it? But, I, but in the moment, it was, it was truly like a first for me. Yeah. In that experience. And so I think feeling, it's, it's hard because you feel like, I do. I do feel like I have. I'm there for a job. I have a job yep. to do, and, and you're then showing I, you care if, too. You're showing you care about someone leaking your stuff. So it's like not. It's like I'm being also like, distracted. I, care. I actually will yeah. literally be distracted if I see someone with their phone up. I stop concentrating on the joke and go into autopilot, and I feel the audience losing their yes. connection with me because I've lost the connection mm. because someone brought out their cell phone. Like when I open for Aziz, he pays yeah. extra money to have everyone's cell phone locked away. And if I ever get to that lame, lame fame level, yeah. I will do that. I will pay the extra money. So you used to pay extra phone. for that because you have to yeah, pay someone to take your phones. Oh, wow. Wow. See, that's good, though. It's, yeah, this is. Yeah, I, you're right. I mean, when that does happen, it's a bad situation for us to be in. But I guess it is okay and, and important for us to be like, no, you can't do you that. You can't record. Because, I mean, that's like, cr- it, I mean, it's, it's the really, people it's don't, all you have. No matter how much you explain to them, they don't care. Right. People are very, 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 very narcissistic and selfish. So when they go to a show, they do not care. And there's a misconception with stand-up that the audience is a part of the show. I do believe right. that in certain places, there's a conception of like, oh, they want me to interact. They're that's talking to us. people say that all the time. I oh no yeah like have you guys ever heard like we are in a way asking for responses from right. them. You ever go to the then, store and then if someone's like yeah we're like shut up yeah yeah <laughs> I got the fuck up yeah I didn't fucking ask you That's you you exactly you yeah it. I actually never thought of that until you where it's like have you yeah right like, you we ever are apologize? asking yeah. for responses from them and when they don't give it to us then we react in that way too right oh what no one's been to the store okay, right well sorry I'm the only one that ever been to the store right but then the minute they're right. like I've been to a store we're like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who told you to speak? I actually really get mad when people drink at shows. Drink? Like when they get drunk. Oh, drunk. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't mind drinking. What if they're thirsty? Right, but yeah. when people get really drunk, like this one woman wouldn't stop. Like I would say something and she'd go, yes. Uh, and then finally at one point I said a word and she repeated the word back out to me. And I looked at her and I said, you've got to shut up. Yeah. I just have lost all page. Like when Joan Rivers went after that heckler in uh, her documentary, I get it 100%. 100%. Yeah. Someone saying yes to really is like, okay. Because after they do it a couple times. Go after that heckler. I don't think so. Oh my God. Someone have a phone? We can pull it up. I have mine's charging over there. I don't. 
I'm gonna, we, you Wait, have to hear this. Where would I have seen it? Is it just like a clip? It's a clip, but it, it was a pretty was famous clip. Was it in the clip. doc? No, it wasn't in like her, the, um, what was the name of that documentary about? Joan Rivers, Joan Rivers. A Piece of Work. It wasn't in that, It was, was it? in the documentary. Oh, then maybe then I must if you have just seen YouTube it because I saw it. that and I loved it. Here we go. Ready? I just want to play because yeah. this is how she handles this. The only child that I think I would have liked ever was Helen Keller, because she didn't talk. And it's just... <laughs> it is very funny. Yes, it is. And if you don't, then leave. Funny if you have a deaf son. I happen to have a deaf mother. Oh, you stupid ass. Let me tell you what comedy is about. Go ahead and tell me. Oh, please. Oh, you are so stupid. Comedy is to make everybody laugh at everything and deal with things, you idiot. My mother is deaf, you stupid son of a bitch. Don't tell me. And just in case you can hear me in the hallway, I lived for nine years with a man with one leg. Okay, you asshole. And we're going to talk about what it's like to have a man with one leg who lost it in World War II and then went back to get it because that's fucking literary. Wow. Okay, I have a thought on that, though. I do, this is, this might sound controversial, but like, Hearing Joan go off in that way, and rightfully so, I loved. But it almost that plays into her persona as a comic. Mm, yes, oh, very much so. She yeah, yeah, yeah. can get away. She's right, right. Never it's not a break. Right, a different yeah. tone. Right. I would never of, call someone an asshole. You stupid for son of a bitch. Right. Someone who's everything's positive and smiling. Totally. Oh, you fucking piece of no. Like, totally. They, almost, they have more liberty. Totally. To, totally. She can. She does. Totally. I love how you thought that was controversial. I was scared because I don't want it to seem like, oh, well, Joan, off. like that was easy for her. Right. I no, mean, she's a legend. Totally. <laughs> and she did, she did say you know? afterwards, too, she was like, you know, this woman came up to her and was getting something signed and she was like, oh, that man was so horrible. And then Joan said, you know, it was a catharsis. He probably felt like he needed to say it. So I understand that. And I feel sorry for the man. She goes, mm. but you can't ruin the show. Right. And I thought, and Bob even talked about that. Bob, the drag queen, he said he was really mad at a certain comedian and really mad about something that they said. And he bought tickets to go to the show and he was going to go right to the front and interrupt the show. Whoa. And when he got there, he thought, you know what? He goes, it wouldn't have made a difference. And I would have just ruined a show for yeah. 4,000 people. Wow. He was going to do that. That's wild. Yeah, Bob got arrested. He was protesting for gay marriage and got arrested. Wow. Wow. At the show? No, this is in the streets. He would go every week, I think, with other drag queens, and they would protest in the streets to say, like, go, like, vote for gay also, marriage. Also, wow. this, this man who, who yelled that out, I mean, had he never heard of Joan Rivers? Right. I mean, that kind of joking is something that she was known for. Right. She was maybe not necessarily a deaf blind like that particular thing totally pushing boundaries being a little offensive talking about them those kind of topics that are you know controversial topics it's so bizarre too because imagine if you went to a movie and you didn't like the movie then screaming out at the movie because you then it highlights how crazy you look like if you're at the movie and you're like boo and then it's like you lunatic i know you know you just leave you leave yeah don't ruin it for every single other or a restaurant or whatever it is Well, that's what joe said she goes if you don't like it then leave Right. right. And then it kept yelling back. And it's like, yeah, well, you know, I get it. People feel like they need to say something. And, and you're right. People who heckle, you know, a lot of times they think they're just helping the show and they don't understand. Yeah. But, you know, as the comedian, when you're doing it every single night, you just run out of patience. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I, I've just lost patience. I can't even slightly deal with you. But in the long term, that's like a good thing, though. <laughs> 
I can't even slightly, slightly deal, deal with you. Am I too mean? No, no, totally. I just, I'm, it's like, yeah, yeah. No, I like. I'm actually I, pretty mean about this kind of. St- that I will openly admit, like I'm mean about. Well, here's like, here's the thing though. It's like somebody like me. Let's just say, for example, who hasn't had that kind of experience. I would, it would throw me, it would distract me. I would have to really think about it and weigh on it. All that time that I'm focusing my energy on that, I'm not improving as a stand-up. But you know when, you're, really- when you've done it so much, you've experienced it, and you know, like, you're working on an hour, like, for ABC, like, for whatever, like. But what's interesting about you, though, is that usually when you walk on stage, you are booed. Yeah, so right away, really, uh, right away, and throughout. And it throws me, but I think you'll be able to respond to it much quicker and easier than you think. I think it'll just come yeah. to you, whatever it is. Even if it's just you going, no, 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 whatever it is, I when, think it'll be. When Christy did her one woman show, God hates fags. <laughs> people came. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yes, you know what's did. hysterical about my one woman show is mm. that which I did most recently at Joe's Pub, which is amazing. But at one point in the show. I was trying to get a gauge on who the straight men were. Yeah. And then I looked back like, Christy, it was Wednesday night at Joe's Pub. My name was called It's Christy, Bitch. <laughs> straight men are coming out in hordes. Right. To It's Christy, Bitch. Right. There was the one was straight man in the audience. There was one straight man. So then I, was, I literally had to make all these changes. Like, Christy, don't look for straight men at your right. I think you They're not going to be there. You should still. That was a great bit. Thank you. And I, I liked the bit a lot, but... I was doing it. It was a means to an end. You did to do too much act. looking, too. You know, like I was looking. The bit isn't looking for a man. It was a means to an end. I wanted to find a guy because I wanted to do this other stuff. Right. That I like couldn't do because there were no stuff. Right. Could you just do the bit with any <laughs> man? It doesn't Bueller? matter if he's gay or straight. And even if he says he's gay, be like, I heard it before or whatever. You know what I mean? Possibly. But the reality is, is I wanted a boyfriend. Right. If that's a, a person's fucking... gay, I'm not going to suspend. Like, clearly I know you're gay. Right. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Wait a minute, are you gay? <laughs> Does you tell me before? What's your religion again, Christy? Uh, Christian. And you're very well, really o- Catholic. And you're open about it. Yes. She has my favorite you're- joke where she's like, I'm a Catholic. And then she mimes dodging <laughs> tomatoes. She's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's me dodging tomatoes. I am. Yeah, I'm, I have my Good for you. Cross. Yeah, and I've learned, it's been challenging to learn how to to talk about it in, in a way that doesn't alienate people or upset people because understandably it does. Yes. Well, to tell you the truth, I have all this literally anti-Catholicism jokes that I'm doing right yes. now. Mm. And it's the same feeling. Like, how do I <laughs> say these jokes without alienating people? The so, Catholic Church well, is touchy. <laughs> you know, right now, on, no matter what side oh, you're on, no. it is like... I go in. I it's one bad. of the most touchy things. Yeah. Oh, but I love I love a joke about priests oh, but being you're, molested. Like I love it. Yeah, but you and have, I believe- you have a great sense of humor. You understand that people are saying jokes because they're jokes, right? You know. Yeah. And I mean them. Absolutely. And it, it's <laughs> <laughs> it is funny. It's really interesting. I'm I'm learning a lot, and through this the solo shows helped me a lot. But I'm learning a lot about really. I'm less into the religion and more into like my relationship with God. Mm, totally. Which is like my relationship to a higher power. Some Absolutely. people call it the universe. Some people call it whatever. Like it's not about what the religion stands for or organized religion really at all. Although I do go to church, but like. Good for you. But it's really about you, my relationship. You totally. You can say that with absolute intelligence because I went to go see Fran Lebowitz talk when it was brilliant and Fran's are the funniest thing. She goes, She's like, I obviously don't like religion. She's like, but what, what it bothers me more are people say, oh, I'm spiritual. She's like, 
<laughs> what does that I'm mean? Spiritual. spiritual? I'm so oh, I'm spiritual. I'm not religious. She goes, you don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means. What does that mean? You're spiritual. That means she has not let God into her heart. <laughs> no, she doesn't have a heart to let anything. Exactly. In, unless it's books and good coffee. Right. If you have, if you're like open to a higher power, then then. Then you know, then you've it's a relationship. You I am not have. open to a higher power. I just feel like not as open. Long as you're no. not hurting anyone. I really believe Emma. You could tell me that you worship this mug, Mm-mm. and I feel like I don't, it wouldn't Whoa. bother not, me. Yeah, but like whatever. I think the person was probably you. crazy, but yeah, yeah. Like whatever. As long as you're not hurting people. As long as you're not hurting anyone. But, but, but the I, argument is, is like. Organized religion Church, is yes. hurting people. The organized religion <laughs> is very hurtful to people. But if you have a, your own relationship with whatever you want and it doesn't affect me, our government, or kids, or school, I don't care. Right. That's great. And I'm if really... If you're implementing laws and telling people how to live because of your religion, right. that's right. a problem. If you're just religious, that's fine. And I think it's nice, too. I mean, not that I'm some kind of whatever, but I am like a voice in my church on sure. all these issues that I care about. You know, and I would like, and there are, there have been churches that have shown such progress and are so open and welcoming and, and you know, that part of it. Well, it is a is man a in exciting. a dress. I know. I know. What does he wear <laughs> under that little thing? Nothing, girl. Really? <laughs> you know, I looked. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think this wraps up our episode. Yeah, thank you so much. We really uh, covered a lot. Where can really people find did. you? This went by so fast. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Christy thank you Cello. so. <laughs> At Christy Cello. C H I E L L O. Perfect. Cielo. Perfect. Is how you say your name in Italian. How you say Christy in Italian? Christy. Christy Cielo. But your cello means um, sky or heaven. Really? Oh my God. Or is it bird? Oh. Uccello my. is bird. Oh, cello I is. Hope that it's cello is heaven. Someone, can someone Google Translate real quick? Yeah, ma che un cello? Wait, cielo is heaven? Cello. But, but you have to get rid of the H in order to make it cello. Oh, C-E-L-L-O. Which doesn't uh. mean anything, I don't think. Uh. But in English, it means heaven, which is t- Italian. What does it say? Uh, let's look at It says here. bird. It Enter says text. Let's see. Fat piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Translations to a fat slut. Oh, that's interesting. Cello. As fat slut. It means like sky or heaven. It could be referred to as heaven. Thank you. Yeah. Well, heaven out. Because I said heaven and said paradiso, which means paradise. Paradiso. So I, don't, I don't think that's right. Thank you guys so for having Honestly, yeah, it was thank really you good for to talk on. to you guys. I adore you. I love you. you. Thank you. gunpoint to make this happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just putting the knives down right now that I'm yeah, holding the butter knives. The butter knives. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so come see our show, Battle of the Divas, April 9th at Littlefield, 7.30. You can get tickets online. It's Christy and I hosting, Cardi B versus Nicki Minaj. We got drag one. queens. Yes. It's getting recorded. It's going to be the gag. And we've got the a gag on April 15th at the Village Underground, the live inside the closet. Yes. Thank you, guys. Thank you.